Hello, Shayla here. Um, before I bring you guys into our conversation today, I just wanted to remind you all that if there's anything within any episode that is triggering to you in any way, um, feel free to skip to a different part of the conversation or just exit out of the podcast altogether. What's important to us is your mental health. Um, we do add that disclaimer to podcasts that have, or episodes that have more sensitive topics, which is basically all of them. Um, so just keep that in mind. Uh, we don't really care about how many people listen. We just care about putting the information out there and making sure that you are all safe. And by information, I mean the conversations that we have, making sure that these are conversations that you are having within your own circles and that it's important to just talk about these things and make sure that we're normalizing them. So without any further ado, here's the episode where Andrea and I talk about our periods. Yay! Welcome back! Um, oh my god. Welcome back, everyone. Shayla here. I'm here with Andrea, and it's just the two of us today. So today we're going to be talking about period hygiene and our experiences with periods and also some conspiracy theories about periods. We'll save that for the end. Save the best for last. (laughs) Okay, I think we should just start talking about our first period. Do you want to go first? Sure. So when I got my first period, I was nine years old, and I remember it was after the new year, and I was, like, changing out of my underwear, and I saw that there was something brown on it, so I was like, okay, this is weird. Um, So I just, like, put on a new pair, got into my pajamas, and I went downstairs to tell my mom that there was something on my underwear. And she was like, what? And she, like, turns off the sink because she was washing the dishes. And she runs upstairs. And she looks at my underwear. And she's like, oh, you got your period. And you know, like, that, that like, silence after, like, something bad happens? Uh, that's how I felt. Like, it's this, con- it's this, like, instant anxiety. Because I was just so scared that, like, for now on, I'm going to be bleeding out of my lady parts. And I feel like my mom was anticipating that I was getting it because she noticed that I was like getting boobs and my hips were getting bigger. Um, but yeah, I just felt like, like my life was over at that point. I don't know why, but I felt like everything was over and maybe it was, but. Did you mention how old you were? I was nine. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I was shook when you told me that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what about you? So I was a little bit close in age, but older. I was 11, but I was going to turn 12 the next month. So mm-hmm. technically, I, I say I was 12. Um, so a similar experience to you, like I just went to the bathroom and I saw something brown and I always thought period blood was red. So I, that, I didn't think that that's what it was. So I first brought it up with my older sister and my cousin, not to my mom. And they were like, the same they were like oh no period blood is red they were like no that's not what it is so then when I told my mom she also agreed with them and I even showed her 
And she was like, no, I don't think you're your period. You're too young. Because she didn't have it until she was 14. So she, I think that's what she thought would happen to me. Um, I eventually figured out it was my period because uh, like maybe like a day later, it started turning red. So then I was like, okay, for sure that has to be my period now. So then, okay, everyone believes me. And then they started getting me pads and stuff. But I was kind of surprised that it happened a that young because my mom and my sister they were 14 when that happened and yeah I like like you said I was scared and about my future I'm like oh no I got it so young that's what I had to look forward to um yeah I was scared and not expecting that at that age and for me I started using um pads and that's probably what I used for until I was like 16 what about you what was your what were your methods your products um, so I started using pads. I still use pads till this day, uh, just because my mom was always super against tampons and she says that they're dangerous. My mom and too. Yeah, maybe they could be because they do have that toxic shock warning on the label, but, um, just in general, anything internal, like birth control and whatnot, um, like that stuff scares me. So I like to keep things outside of my body for like foreign things, I guess. Um, but yeah, I've, I've always used the always brand and I would get some cramping. Right. But then ever since I switched to organic pads, I felt like my cramps kind of went away. I never really got bad cramps. It was just like kind of some discomfort in my like abdomen area. Um, but yeah, I feel like I also feel just cleaner with organic pads because they don't use chlorine or, um, you know, aluminum, who knows what's in them. <laughs> yeah, I started using, like I said, pads and I also use like Always or Kotex, whatever was on sale at Walgreens at the time. Um, <laughs> and then I started using organic pads like you as well when I was like maybe 18 just because at that point, I feel like I had like my own spending money. I was like, let me be conscious of what I'm using and putting it in my body. Um, however, I did use, um, I used to use tampons. I used them probably when I was like 16 to like 18 in high school, just because I felt like it would be better. I could wear whatever underwear I wanted when I was in my period because I like to wear leggings and stuff. Now that I have to worry about my pad showing. But then... My period started getting really light as I got older, so I couldn't really use tampons anymore because it would hurt to take it out because it wouldn't be, it would be too dry. Um, and I never really got scared of toxic shock syndrome. Yeah, my mom and my sister were like, ill, like that's scary, nasty. But I did my own research and a lot of the people that I, I watched YouTube videos about it. And a lot of the girls would say, well, it's not a big deal anymore if you take it out within the eight, eight hours and... I guess basically the reason why people get TSS, I think that's what it's called, um, is when you wait, wait for too long or you don't change it often enough. And I think they've gotten better over the years, so they're not as thick, so they won't absorb, absorb as much, so you have to take it out. Um, I also use the Organic Pads Now L Brands, and for this podcast, I had an excuse to try out um, period underwear, something that I wanted to try for a while. I got the cheapest ones I could find that still had really good reviews on Amazon. They're called Bambody. It was a pack of three for 40 bucks. And another brand I had seen was Thinks, and they were like 30, 40 bucks for one pair. So I thought this would be a good um, type to try. 
and so far I like them. Uh, they're not supposed to hold a lot according to the reviews, but my since my period is light, I think I'm fine. I haven't had like leakage or my my pants haven't gotten stained. Um, and I've also tried uh, menstrual cups twice unsuccessfully. I got the Intima brand when I was maybe like 18 or 17 and I got their their cups for beginners and I was like whoa this is too thick like the material is really thick to insert how would a beginner use this so I was never like able to insert it and then I got the June cup also to review for this podcast it's on sale for six bucks right now because of COVID they lowered their price which I think that's cool um and it was thinner and I was like okay this should be an easy PC. I tried it and I still couldn't do it. I don't know if it's because I'm really small down there since I like I still haven't lost my virginity. Maybe that's why. That's what I think. I don't know if that's true. Um, so yeah, my ideal would be to use the menstrual cups and just the period products because that's better for the environment and you don't have to keep spending money on pads. But for now, I really like the L Brands organic pads. And I've also tried these seventh generation ones. And those are like the closest to like, the regular uh, brands like super um plasticky feeling and but it's still a bit cleaner um what about you have you tried any other products or just pads uh just pads i also use i also use the um the l brand because when i saw that they helped women who need pads like every package that you buy helps um a woman who can't afford pads in a different country. Um, I wanted to support them. Uh, and it's better for our bodies as well, because we're not we're not inserting like chlorine or whatever into our vaginas, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I never really noticed that until you mentioned it. But it's true. As I've gotten older, maybe that also has to do with it. But now using organic pads, I have less cramping and my periods are lighter. And I have heard, this could be a little conspiracy theory, um, on TikTok people say that maybe a reason why the uh, pads have chemicals in them is to make your period last longer. So you'll use more of your product. Hmm. Again, I just heard it on TikTok. I don't know if it's true, but that makes sense to me. Yeah, because like, why would you put chlorine on something that's touching a very like sensitive area? That's interesting. Hmm. So now I have a question for you. Um, okay. We were talking about this earlier, about how her mom's reacted to us having her periods. Um, oh, yes. If you have a kid who has a period, how would you approach the situation with them? Well, I would start talking to, to them about it. Um either when they turn 12, because I feel like people get them around 12 years old. Um, but then if I notice like some, you know, developments in their body, that's kind of a sign that they will get their period soon, then I will um, talk to them about it then because that's what my mom did. But I don't think she was very like, she was very blunt about it. Let's just say that. And it scared me as a child. Um, but yeah, I think just letting them know that like periods are a beautiful thing, even though they don't feel beautiful, but you know, they are um, a part of like our nature. 
as women, I guess. <laughs> what about you? So I told my younger sister about periods and it did not go well. So I thought <laughs> I don't I don't wanna make this, you know, something dirty, something gross. I want them I wanna be open about it and I don't want there to be a stigma. So one time she saw me grab a pad and I told her why. I was like, once a month you bleed from here and I mean, I wasn't like naked. I just showed her over my clothes and <laughs> she cried and I felt so bad that I scared her because like, I did, that's oh, not what God. I wanted. I wanted it to be like, not a big deal. And so I was on YouTube trying to look up like kid friendly videos about periods to show her and calm her down. And that was one of the days that YouTube happened to be down. So I couldn't find anything. It was a, it was a bad day, but I think now she's more used to it. Because I try not to make a big deal about it. I'll be like, yeah, I'm a period. Like, I'll just bring it up. Uh, my mom was upset that I brought it up because she was like, she's still so young. She's seven. But again, we don't know. She might get her period at nine like you in two years. Uh-huh. So also, I think that it's important to talk about this with kids who also don't have periods. Boys or, you know, anyone Why? who might not have a period because... of the population is dealing with this, you know, which is still showing me something that is stigmatized and not talked about. Yeah, so I remember when I first got my period, I told some of my closest friends, right, I was in third grade, and one of them threatened to tell this guy that I got that I use always like the brand. And for some reason, I was so scared, like I didn't want him to know. But also, like, why is that such a threat? Like, why did she why was she so eager to tell the boys that I use always as if it's something embarrassing? And I was embarrassed, but like, I shouldn't have been because that's something that his mom experiences, his sisters, um, he's gonna have he probably has a girlfriend right now. And she's experiencing that as well. So it's just weird how we stigmatize that periods are gross and boys grow up thinking periods are gross. Yeah, I have no clue why she would feel like that's something to share. Kids are crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have mentioned this before, I think, that I had very heavy periods and I would have like heavy um, cramps, not cramps, um, but blood clots when I was in high school. That happened for about two cycles. And I remember I was using a pad and a tampon and I would have to change them every two hours. So that is not normal. Um, So because of that, I went on birth control and ever since then they've been lighter. Even now that I'm off of birth control, they still have stayed pretty light, Um, but they're not regular. So apparently your period is supposed to be about, your, your menstrual cycle is supposed to be about two to seven days. I feel like sometimes mine, are longer than a week, maybe a week and a half. And you're supposed to have your cycle every 21 to 35 days. This is all according to research I did online, by the way. Um, and I feel like mine happens like way faster, maybe like half, like two, two and a half weeks, I have my period again. And I always hate it. I hate it always, um, how often I get it, how irregular it is. Um, I've gone through periods where I have it like once every three months or I'll have it, like I mentioned, like more than once in a month. What about you? What have your periods been like? So at first they were seven days 
for each period and then they would come every I want to say like 30 days they came less often I would say I mean they were regular but it took longer for the next period to come and then as I got older um, it would reduce to like six days now I'm down to five sometimes four the last two periods I've been at four and that's been amazing yeah I mean I don't want to scare people and say that not having a regular period is a big deal because it's not some people have irregular periods their whole life like every three months or every two months and that's fine but for me I know for a fact my hormones are not okay but I don't have health insurance so I don't go to doctors so I don't know Mm -hmm. but they yeah my my hormones are like always fluctuating my period is sometimes I'll have it not enough sometimes I have it too much so I know for a fact that it's not normal for me but if yours is regular, if yours is regularly irregular, if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. if you oftentimes skip a month or two, that's not a big deal. That's nothing to worry about. And mm-hmm. if you have a heavy flow or a very light flow, again, that's fine. Except for me, when I was bleeding through my pad and tampon every two hours and I had blood clots that were the size of like a chicken breast, that is not normal. In that case, I would recommend go to the doctor. Um... So yeah, that took a dark turn. But now let's talk about some theories. I love theories. So my mom always told me this. I don't know if it's true, but my mom would always tell me that one of the reasons why I got my period so young compared to her and my sister was because here in the US, we um, we use more hormones in our food, such as milk, dairy, um, and chicken and beef. Again, I don't know if this is true. This is what my mom would tell me because she would always say that she ate very clean when she lived in Mexico. And then my older sister, she also ate very clean. I'm the one in the family who eats very unhealthy and loves fast food. Um, so again, this made sense to me. I'm like, oh yeah, this totally makes sense. That's why I got my period so early. Do you think that makes sense? Or you're like, no, that's total BS. No. So I feel like all periods start out brown, right? Like for the most part, you're, the first the first day that you get your period each month, it kind of comes out like a brownish reddish color, and I feel like that's normal. It I heard it was something um, like about iron, like our bodies are like drawing iron out, um, and that's why we tend to crave chocolate or dark meat. Um, around the time of our period and oh and also i remembered what i was, what I was gonna say um i get my period every 21 days girl well. you are literally perfect yeah. 21 days <laughs> and five day periods almost four yeah <laughs> yeah i guess i'm just blessed <laughs> <laughs> well also you do live a very clean healthy lifestyle you eat like almost vegan right Almost be almost vegan. Um, if I didn't eat eggs, I would be vegan. But I don't eat meat or dairy. Yeah, and that's not the same with me. So maybe, <laughs> no. I'll be honest. I feel my my diet is very bad. I'm aware of that. Um, and I have gone through periods of time in high school and even now. I'm ashamed to say where I've like starved myself, and that is not okay. That messes up your hormones. That messes up like my hair falls out because of that. My skin's really bad. Just, it's a, don't do it. Don't do it, people. It doesn't work. You gain the way back and you mess up your hormones. Yeah. Um, I remember when I went through like this 
super depressive episode and my anxiety was really bad, I wasn't eating. Like I would eat like, like a portion of a meal each day. Like I would barely eat anything. And my period would come like four days late and it would freak me out thinking, cause I thought I was like pregnant or something, but I wasn't, it was just super late. Um, at least for my body's standards. And also I was getting a lot of acne um, that like the acne that like is, you know, those pimples that are like in your skin. And then once they're gone, like no matter what you do, no matter how careful you are, they leave like a hole in your face. Yeah, it, it was that kind of acne. Um, so it was really bad. So yeah, I think our diets really impact our periods and our hormones because do you get acne during your period? Yeah, right now. <laughs> I'm breaking out like crazy. <laughs> so I only get them sometimes. But like usually girls say that they get it on their chin. I get mine on my forehead when it's like period acne. Well, I've heard about hormonal acne being on your chin. But mm-hmm. I think if you break out in your because you're on your period, that could be just like around your period when you're more hormonal, you have like more oil and maybe you're getting that in your forehead so maybe Mm. that's why but yeah I do agree I have a lot of hormonal acne on my chin and I recently so I used to have like combo skin like really oily nose and forehead and then dry cheeks and chin but now Mm. as time has changed my whole face is oily now so I've started (laughs) getting more breakouts on my cheeks as well when I'm on my period which I hate but that's a situation so, um, so your water drinking habits, do Oof. you still try to drink 64 ounces of water a day or do you, did you stop that? Girl, no. Um, so Shayla knows, this is what she brings it up. I love soda. That's like the only thing I drink. And a lot of people like know this about me when they see me drink water, like, oh, wow, what's going on? Did you have a headache? And I'm like, yeah, that's the only time I drink water is when I have a headache because I'm dehydrated um and I've gone through periods where I'll try to only drink water um I hate the taste of regular water and I hate the like the little powders you could put in it I even bought these straws that have like candy inside when you drink through it like flavors the water I hated those the only thing I like is hint water but that's expensive and bottled water is bad for the environment you know um but I really like it I like the um blackberry flavor it's my favorite so I'll say probably I have like, you're gonna hate me. Mm-hmm. Um, like one, not even one water bottle a day. <laughs> That's so bad. I mean, I, I was like that in high school because I, cause the teachers wouldn't let us go to the bathroom. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna drink water, you know? <laughs> Agreed. But then, yeah, that kind of backfired as I got older. But the reason why I asked is because do you think your lack of hydration in your body impacts your period or affects your period? Um, I never thought about it that way, but I'm going to go ahead and say yes, because looking back at when I was like, um, I would say my healthiest in high school, um, I had probably had maybe like 55 ounces of water a day because I would have like the big water bottles and I would take it to school and I would fill it up like twice. So I'm guessing it was like 55 or 60 ounces. Um, and I was vegetarian for like a year or two. So I was eating very healthy. I never ate out. 
I had a lot of water and I was at my skinniest. I weighed like 112 and my periods, that's when they started to be really light and everything was looking good for me. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think that when I drinking water, they're probably lighter. So like I said, my flow is light, but they're long. So maybe if I had water, they would be shorter. Hmm. Because I was thinking, because period blood is like a fluid. This is just like my theory, by the way. <laughs> um, so period blood is a fluid. And if you don't have enough fluids in your body, then the fluid can't come out. So <laughs> do you think that's why your periods are so light? Like, um, do you think there's some truth in that? I'm not sure because when they were heavy, I was dehydrated too, so. Hmm. But I think that being hydrated would probably help with like cramps and stuff like that. Uh huh. Same thing with maybe headaches, right? Maybe it's like the same concept. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um. Okay. Can you tell me about the theory you were talking about earlier? I think it's so interesting. Oh yeah. So there was. I think I learned this in like Annie Warshaw's class or something. Um. So she's a women and gender studies professor at Roosevelt and. In her class, we were listening to a podcast, and it was talking about how girls who get their period at a young age, they lack parental love because their bodies are making them produce the hormones to, um, you know, have like certain feelings for a person and therefore creating their own family um, for themselves and just like start over and have you know, a life full of love, because as human beings, I think we crave love naturally. Um, So yeah, I think, like, do you think girls here in the United States lack parental love because of just like the whole culture we have here? And that's why we, we tend to get them earlier than, you know, girls from other countries? Um, when you mentioned that, I was like, yeah, this totally makes sense because I think the majority of people they have, if they have two parents, they're like both working. Um, mm-hmm. They probably like go to school, maybe have an after school activity and then come home and are like watching TV and are by themselves on social media. I think that um, kids these days have like not enough contact with their parents. And not to say that that's like a new thing for a generation. I think that's probably happened back in the day as well, but at least back in, like, the 50s, there was a stay-at-home mom, you know? Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, both parents have to work just to make ends meet, so when you mentioned that, that's what I thought about was the kids are probably home alone, lonely, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that makes sense because a lot of people who, a lot, I mean, a lot of teen girls who, like, go through, like, teenage pregnancies, they're like, well, I didn't know that I would get pregnant. No one ever talked to me about this. And like they all get their period super young. So this kind of makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was weird. Because when I got mine at nine, my mom was like, stay away from the boys. Because (laughs) you're able to get pregnant now. But it's like, it's like, if I sit next to a boy, I'm not going to get pregnant. That's what I thought back then. Because my mom said that. So I think we should have just had like a better um birds and the bees talk (laughs) agreed yeah yeah I never had a birds and the bees talk from my mom can you believe that 
So did you just learn about it from school or from friends? Like what was, like, when was the first time that you heard about sex? Um, Probably from TV, mm. which that's sad. Um, yeah, my friends were little tell me, they're like, wow, you don't know this? And like, they were start telling me. And honestly, that's not the best. But I'm glad that, so at my school uh, that I went to, we had, like, one of the highest rates of teen pregnancy in the state. So I, <laughs> I'm not glad about that. But I'm glad that because of that, they really, like, tried to teach us about safe sex. So in health class, it was horrible. But we had, like, I don't know what it was called, but it was, like, a local community organization. They would come in and, like, they would do our, their own teaching. And they were so helpful. Like, thanks to them, I learned so much. And... Um, I remember I had like a little flyer with like all the different types of birth controls. They're like listed from like most effective to least. And I brought that home. My parents found it and I thought they would be mad. And they weren't. They just like looked at it and they're like, okay. I mean, I think they were probably glad that I learned about it somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like they never brought it up. Yeah. I I don't think we had a sex talk at school until like eighth grade. And by that time, it's kind of too late because there were some guys losing their virginity in like fifth grade. And I thought that was insane. So obviously all the other little boys thought he was some type of legend, but then the rest of us girls thought he was scary because like, like we, we haven't even thought of doing that. But the first time I heard about sex, I would say maybe it was TV, but I didn't exactly know what that was or what was happening. But I had a friend in second grade, and she knew all about it for some reason. And now that I'm a daycare teacher, we do these trainings, and they say that children who know about sex um, before the age that they're supposed to most likely had um, some type of sexual abuse happen to them as a child. I I found that really, I guess as an adult, that's that's really scary. And... Maybe this is a conversation for a different podcast. But yeah. This yeah. took a turn. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I just feel like periods are very stigmatized in society as is. But in my experience, I feel like having my Mexican immigrant mom, it was like even worse because she thought tampons were gross. She didn't want me to mention my period at all. Um, even though in my house, it's all girls have two sisters and like I never hid from my dad I'd be like yeah my period I would whip out my pad in front of him like I didn't care what was your experience with your mom um she would always he really was like a Nazi about like wrapping your pad in toilet paper and making sure it's concealed because you don't want boys to see that and you don't want your dad to see that and at the time it made sense and like maybe it is kind of gross to just like have it open in the <laughs> in the garbage can, but like if they see a pad that's rolled up in there, I don't think it should be a big deal because we see people's um, dirty whatever is in there, like condoms or like I don't know, like when people wipe their ass, <laughs> you know, like that shouldn't be something gross. Obviously, don't like leave it out in the open for people to see. But, like, if you roll it up and just throw it away, I think you don't have to, like, hide it as if it's, like, some kind of secret, you know? I agree. My sister is also like that. She'll be like, wrap that up. No one to see that. And here's the thing. If you think it's gross, wrap it up. If you don't think it's gross, do whatever you want. I personally think that, for me, in my case with my dad, he has three daughters and a wife. 
he's no one to think it's gross. Like, you live with all of us to deal with it. Um, when I do go, like, to my sister's house or other people's house, that's different. There, I'm, like, try to be a little more discreet, you know? But at my um, own home, honestly, I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I mean, I personally don't want to see someone else's, like, used pad just opened in a garbage can. But as long as you, like throw it away properly I think it's fine you don't have to like wrap it up like it's a mummy (laughs) agreed um so another question is what do you do when you're on your period to either help with cramps or maybe you don't have them um or just help alleviate for me I don't really like to take Advil or anything because I feel like I have this crazy theory that the more you take like the more um tolerance you build up so if I'm in pain I try to suffer through it um but sometimes if I do have cramps I'll just have like some warm tea I'll take a bath and I have in the past used um heating pads but now as I said my periods are a lot better I don't deal with that the only thing is I feel like I get really sleepy so I'll just sleep more when I'm my period I'll try to nap or sleep earlier what about you yeah so your theory about um like taking more Advil um your body will build a tolerance to it so you have to keep taking more yeah um so yeah just like not don't take apple (laughs) um unless you really need to of course uh so for me I don't really get cramps I actually really like my period I don't know why like I feel like it's like it's calming it gives me like a peace of mind um so I don't really feel pain when I'm on my period. Sometimes I get like a very slight headache, like a very slight pounding headache. Um, and then I also get shortness of breath. So when Corona um, started happening and I got shortness of breath during my period, I started freaking out, right? But then I was like, I, I haven't left the house in like months. So like, what is this? Um, but apparently you can get shortness of breath during during, before, or after your period, and it's something called angina, because your hormones kind of build up, and it's harder for you to breathe, and I think sometimes that's why pregnant women can't breathe, or maybe it's just because their babies are so huge, um, but yeah, I, I get shortness of breath, and I know it wasn't corona, because one, I got tested, and two, It really only came before my period. So, yeah, that's a thing. Um, And I eat a lot on my period. You really are the perfect person. You said, (laughs) well, woman at least, you said that you loved having your period. Yes. I think that's like so funny. We're like the opposite. I hate my period. I, even though it's not as painful as it used to be, I just think it's annoying having to worry about like and you see my pad through these pants and think about what underwear I have to wear that can that I can wear with my um with a pad and with whatever I want to wear it's just an inconvenience for me not really like a pain anymore just inconvenient mm-hmm. and I feel like some I've occasionally have ruined really cute underwear <laughs> yeah that I I've thrown away so much underwear over the years um But also going back to like wearing certain pants when you're on your period, do you think that 
um, comes from like the whole stigma that periods are gross. Yes. Um, well, the underwear thing, that's just like me in general. I don't like it when, my, when like underwear lines show. I hate that. But mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. Like literally guys probably don't care about mm-hmm. like they don't think about that when they're changing. Like are my boxers showing through my I don't know what type of pants they wear slacks. But yes. but um <laughs> for me that is I hate that. And that's one of the reasons why I I liked wearing um tampons because I could just wear um the super like cheeky underwear and yeah. like the no shows didn't have to worry about that and I could wear leggings or whatever. Um but yeah, honestly, if you wear pads and you wear leggings and you wear like granny panties and you don't care, that's fine. I just, uh-huh. I do. Yeah, I, cause like I was thinking, I was making a comparison between like seeing, so if someone's wearing leggings and they're wearing like a really thick pad, you could probably see the pad um, silhouette in their leggings, right? But then if you think about it with babies, when they wear a diaper, we're not like, ew, they're wearing a diaper. <laughs> we're, we just kind of like expect that. We're just like, oh, that's normal. They're a baby. They're wearing diapers. So it's like, why can't we just say, oh, that's normal. She's a girl. So, or they're a girl. Um, she's wearing a pad because she's on her period. That's normal. You know, I feel like that's the comparison that I made. I think that's like very idealistic thinking. And I I agree. I think that it should be like not a big deal at all. Mm-hmm. Um but, like, I know a lot of girls who, like, even try to hide the fact that they're under period, like, with their mm-hmm. boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy to me. Like, I don't know. I think I'm somewhere in the middle. I want to be open about it. It's not a shame. But I don't want people <laughs> to see um, uh-huh. to see it through my pants. Um, but, no, I don't. I with the, with the type of pads that we use, the L brands, I think those you can't see through leggings. I think they're really thin and, and comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. It's more about the underwear. I, have, um, I will say I really like the no-show underwear. That's like the bikini cut because you can still wear with leggings and not see the lines. And a mm-hmm. pad still fits with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything with like elastic around the edges, no, no, no. You're going you're gonna to see that through leggings. Yeah. I, I don't like the elastic because I feel like it's really uncomfortable. abrasive. Yeah, it's uncomfortable and it's a, really abrasive on your skin. So you get like those darker like discoloration around the, your bikini line and even like on your hip area. So it, you know, it's just not good. Um. Yeah, I agree. But with period panties, it is like kind of like that because I guess it makes sense. You have to like hold stuff in mm-hmm. since there's no pad. Um, so I understand what you're saying, but in this case, I think it makes sense. Um, before we wrap it up, I think we should ask our questions. So we always ask each other, um, not each other, our guests, um, like if you're a type of contraception, what, what type would you be? But since we're talking about period hygiene, I want to ask you if you were a period product, what would you be? I would be a pad because one, it's the only thing I've had experience with, right? But also, they're just like very dependable. Like anyone can use them. You know, people who use tampons, they also use pads because you're technically supposed to wear pads when you go to sleep, right? But, you know, that's just me, I guess. Um, and I feel like they'll they'll fit any body type. Because with tampons, I know that if you have like a wider vagina, you have to wear... Um, 
larger tampons and with like different flows, you have to um, use different tampons. So I think with pads, it's more inclusive. Okay, um, I would be a menstrual cup because you last for 10 years. I want to be around and reliable for 10 years. <laughs> um, even though I can't figure out how to use one, I really like the idea of them. Um, so funny that you mentioned that with tampons, you um, you still had to use pads to sleep. I didn't. When I used tampons, I would sleep in a tampon. I heard that was bad because it could get lost in you. Okay, and first of all, for more than eight hours. First of all, it cannot get lost in you. Where is it going to go? You know, it can't go up your cervix. It can, it can get pushed all the way up to the point where you can't even dig your fingers in to get it. And you can you have to go to the doctor so that they can pick it out. That's not true. I'm I not saying that that's never happened to someone where, like, uh-huh. they can't get it out. Maybe they push it up too far. But it's not going to move up on its own. Yeah, so you have to also, so that means you have to get it, get it out with a doctor, right? If you can't get it out yourself, how else are you going to get it out? Yeah, but how is it going to go up on, all the way up on its own? When you like move around when you sleep, right? I don't know. Or, so I've heard of this thing where they're like, make sure you take out the old tampon before you put in the new one. And that's so weird to me because, like, thinking about someone forgetting that they even had a tampon in and they just, like, keep shoving tampons in themselves. I don't know how anyone could, like, I don't know how anyone could forget. I I felt it when I had it in, but it wasn't, like, uncomfortable. I was like, oh, yeah, it's there. Mm -hmm. Again, maybe it's just me being small. I would use, like, the light ones and Mm -hmm. I would still feel it. So I agree. How could someone forget that they have one in? Um... Also, I feel like most people sleep for about eight hours or less. So I don't think that that is a big deal because I would just swap it out right before I went to sleep and swapped it out right before I woke. I mean, right when I woke up. So I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, if you keep up with that, like, routine, I think that's great. But for me, I would be like, because because I'll I'll go to I'll go to bed with like a fresh pad on. Right. And then I'll sleep for, like, maybe seven or eight hours. But then when I wake up, I don't, like, rush to the bathroom right away. I, like, check my phone or just lay there and dread the day, you know? (laughs) So that's more than eight hours. And, and, And it, like, also depends on if I use the bathroom in the middle of the night. So I feel like for my lifestyle, at least, um, tampons aren't the best. But I do think that all these different period products are great because people have different lifestyles, different needs, and same thing with contraception. There's many different options for many different people. I agree. I don't want it to seem like I'm all about tampons because first of all, I don't even use them anymore. (laughs) I just think that um, whatever works for you, tampons, pads, or a reusable product that is great for the environment as well, that that, that's great. I understand what you're saying about how tampon, I mean, pads could feel like a more safer and convenient option for in your situation. But for me, I feel like I don't like pads wearing them to bed at least because I feel like I, as I sleep, it still like moves around and I still, that's how I end up staining my underwear. It's like at night and I always hated that. So with tampons, I was able to avoid that. 
And now that I use um, period underwear, that's another thing I enjoy is I can sleep in whatever way I want, move around, and I have to worry about that. Um, so I think I'm converted to period underwear for sure. I only have three, so I have to buy more for sure. Um, and I'm excited to try more brands. Maybe we could do like a follow-up podcast about... Yes, because I really want to try um, Tomboy X. They have boxers, it's, so it's like a gender-neutral um underwear company they also sell like hoodies and whatnot but i feel like everyone does nowadays but they have boxers for women and i think that's so cool because then you can just like wear them as shorts and you don't have to wear underwear and it's funny to just be wearing underwear out in public you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) okay so maybe oh no i will say maybe next semester we could do a follow-up but you won't be here next semester i'm graduating okay at the end of the semester (laughs) Yes. Okay, so I think that's it for today. Thank you for joining us and keep an eye out for our next podcast.